welcome to Streaming Unicorn Podcast, where queer folks bring you queer commentary and reviews of the latest movies available from online streaming services. I'm your host today, Brooke, and as always, I'm here with your co-hosts, Alan and Irene. This week, we'll be talking about and reviewing the movie I picked, Paternity Leave, available on Amazon Prime. It's our first Amazon Prime. We've done nothing but Netflix up to now. Hmm. Well, what does that tell you? We're breaking you? that Amazon Prime barrier. Yeah. Listen. You really got to scrape the bottom of that barrel. Right. And we did. We did. <laughs> <laughs> Look at what we found, Mom. <laughs> right at the bottom of the barrel? Yeah. With all the other bad apples? <laughs> I don't know. I think this, I think, uh, on this episode... The role of Brooke will be played by Irene. Yes. Because I think Irene hated this movie I have lots more of, than maybe Alan and I did. I have lots of opinions about this movie. I'm sure. Before we get into that, though, I mean, it's the holiday season coming up. Are you guys getting ready for it? Have you got your shopping done? No. Yes. <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> I shop early. I shop as I go. Yeah, I got the majority of mine done on Cyber Monday. Ooh. Ooh. Good deals? Good bargains? No. I got one thing, and I was like, oh, that's a good deal. And while I'm looking at that good deal, I should look for these other things I need. And then mm. I bought everything, and only one thing was on sale. Yeah. They totally got me. Mm. That's how you. That's how they do it. That's how you get got. Mm-hmm. It's I got true. Totes I, got. I, can't, I can't find anything I want that's like sale price. Especially, like, okay, we're doing Amazon Prime tonight, but Amazon, come on. Your deals, <laughs> it's like on a pair of shoelaces. <laughs> Kotex on sale for a dollar. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Hey, some of us <laughs> need that. That's true. That, uh, vaginas well, do bleed. Well, then that's an extra special Christmas right. bonus Many for you. Bleed. Yeah, we, and we're going to be talking about some of that during paternity leave. <laughs> vaginas bleed you, for You really want to talk about this movie. I, I keep do. trying to talk about some other things, I don't but want you're to. just keep turning no. it right back to paternity no. leave. Because <laughs> it's real. She wants to find out who the father I'm is. I'm trying to talk about the holidays. Uh, I don't... How was your Thanksgiving, Alan? I had a great time. Did I you? got to see my family. My brother surprised us. Oh, it awesome. Was, it was exciting. Yeah, I spent Thanksgiving with my family. We had the turkey, and we had the smoked turkey. Mm. Yeah, we had, we had regular turkey and smoked turkey as and, well. And, and I don't lasagna. know about you guys. My family always serves olives with Thanksgiving. Like a, 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 a dish of olives. A dish of green olives. Yes. Oh, we do black. Oh, do you do black well, and everybody puts them on their fingers? Well, yes. Yeah. But technically, we pick it out of an antipasto. Oh. So it's not just olives, yeah. but it has a lot of olives in it. That's fair. I, but for me, it's a tradition. Like, if there was a Thanksgiving without a dish of olives, I'd be like, ugh. Right. I don't know I'm what... I'm not it, eating a turkey. I don't know what it goes with, but I have been known to go and get all the things on my plate and eat that while I'm getting the things on my plate. It's like a little, mm. it's like you can't wait to get food in your mouth, so you're just going to stuff yes. it with some it's, olives. It's an amuse-bouche. <laughs> yes. I kind of sneak the olives all day as I'm trying not to eat food because I'm saving up all that extra room. What about our listeners? Do you guys have olives on the table? Or is this just a weird brook thing? I think it's probably a weird brook thing. No. We'll see. Just get on our Facebook or our blog or any of our social media and let us know. Hashtag weird brook thing. <laughs> In fact, it, one of the reasons I'm talking about our fans here is because I've been really delighted and surprised at how much our fans have been contacting us yeah. through our various social media. We've got one of our listeners, Kenneth, uh, 
created a really good review of Boys in the Trees. In fact, we like it so much we're going to feature it. If you guys want to log on to our Facebook or to our blog, you'll be able to see his full review of Boys in the Trees as bonus content. I'm excited about that. I've actually been reading along and I comment as well. You might get some feedback right on the site. Yeah, absolutely. I know that I, uh, all three of us have commented to people directly back on the site. So uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. So if it's about olives or is it about anything, just let us know. We even had one listener, Anna, comment on Gerald's game from the last show. Uh, I'll read some of that here. She said, uh, I'm so happy y'all are doing a podcast. A few things, though. This was your best episode yet. Woo! Thank you, Anna. I Hooray! picked it. Thank it's you. Mine. It's mine. I picked it. You're going to take it's credit? Mine. You know I am. You yeah, hated it. You are going to take credit. Yeah. Mm. So Anna says, the discussion was interesting and opinions were strong. That being said, I would have liked more development around the who you are as a result of your experience idea. That's an essay starter for sure. I agree. I think we probably could have waxed about that for a while. For sure. I mean, all of us have very unique experiences. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And is it because of uh, who we are as a person or is who because of who we became because of something we've been through? And in fact, that's another thing. I'd love to hear from our listeners so we can read some of your comments on the air. Uh, Are you who you are as because of your experiences or uh, just because you're intrinsically who you are? So if you've got an opinion on that, shoot that our way. One of the points she made, and I think it's a good one, is uh, she said her only real problem with the Gerald's Game episode was the idea of, quote, never being in that situation to begin with. Uh, that came from just a throwaway comment that one of us made about uh, she's the kind of person who would be in that situation to begin with. She, Anna says, many survivors of abuse went into a situation or relationship not realizing it was abusive and stay for far too long because, as Irene pointed out, you never know how you'll react until you're in it. Uh, Anna says it's a complicated thing to be sure, but the best of us can be beaten down. So please have some compassion around it. Otherwise, you're blaming the victim. And I think Anna makes a really good point there. Listening to the comment again, um, I did see that it was very victim blaming. Um, I think that's the kind of the takeaway is we should own that and try to do better. It's always important for us because we come at this from our own experiences and we're certainly not perfect people. Sometimes we make mistakes. Or sometimes we just don't know the experience of other people. So hearing from our listeners broadens our view sometimes. So thanks for sending that in. That That's really important to us. And we'll try to do better and not victim blame again. Amen. So that takes us right into Irene's favorite movie, Paternity Leave. I did not like this movie. This was made in 2015 and is available on Amazon Prime. Four years into his first stable relationship, a man finds out that he is pregnant with his partner's baby. Hmm. Hmm. And I don't think that that doesn't say it all. It should say four years into his first stable gay relationship. This is man on man. I was really going for some LGBT vibe here. The director is Matt Riddlehoover. And this was, Alan just made a face at that name. (laughs) There's always got to be something said about a name. There does have to be some kind of name (laughs) that just like draws your eyebrow. That sounds like a Batman villain. I'll get you Riddlehoover. (laughs) Because your jokes suck. (laughs) (laughs) so this was made in nashville uh we're all from around that area alan's lived closer than than many of us but irene lived in nashville for a while that's true many of us being me i guess yeah alan and i have both lived in nashville nashville oh yeah alan lived in nashville yeah so this was made in nashville (laughs) (laughs) so it was written by matt riddle hoover along with dustin tittle Dustin Tittle. T-I-T-T-L-E. How do you say that? Tittle? Tittle. Tittle? Tittle. Like little? Little. Yeah. 
So this was written by Matt Riddlehoover along with Dustin Tittle, who was his fiance at the time, but is now his husband. Oh. Ooh. Congrats, Tennessee. That's right. It's written by Gay Love. How could this go wrong? Well. It's about gay people. It's written by gay people. And it stars Jacob York, Charlie David, and Chris Salvatore. Mr. Tittle, I'm going to need you to call me. <laughs> I got things to say. <laughs> so I came into this movie thinking, okay, this is great. This is about two men in love. Check. This is about um, one of them gets pregnant. Great. That sounds like a trans guy. And um, it was written by two gay men. So I was like, we had our first zero pride flag show. So I was really excited about this one. What did you guys think? I didn't know what to think at first, but I did think it was going to be about a gay relationship and about a trans man. I agree. Spoilers. It's not. It's not. No, not even. In fact, I wrote a note. I was like, hey, we're 30 minutes in. And they haven't even mentioned that he's trans. This is really progressive. And then I scratched it out angrily when I found out that it's actually a cis dude that gets pregnant. There's nothing about trans in it other than they do say the most transphobic comment from Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh. Mm. They don't let me around, little boys, because I used to be one. I used to be one. Yeah. Yeah. Which is horrible. Yeah. And even when they said that, I thought, wow, that's strange. Because <laughs> right, because why is this takes, trans guy saying that? Because it takes a while for you to realize that this is about to be a butt baby. Yeah, yeah, this is about a butt baby. Ugh, so disappointed. It's three men and a butt baby. Except I mean, Ted Danson's not in it. <laughs> <laughs> you really have to let go of a lot, right? But no, I'm sorry, I can't let go of a lot. There, <laughs> there's science involved in making babies. And the premise is, this isn't just happening to this one guy. I read an interview with the director, and he said he didn't want it to make it an oddity of, like, the news circus around one person. So it's not just this one guy. In the world of the film, many gay men are ending up pregnant. It's like an evolutionary fact, process. Right. And right. we discover this because they make a joke out of somebody who is overweight. So there's a lot of fat shaming in this movie, too. There's mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. of fat shaming a in this lot. movie. A lot. A lot. And the person didn't know they were pregnant, and then they gave birth to a baby in a toilet. They thought they were going to have a big BM, and then they had a baby M. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. So, so there's. I just broke. Like you're like, oh, men having butt babies. I can't do it. Can't do it. Right. I I get that in this universe, men have evolved to where something has happened. I don't know where they get the eggs. I'm not sure if it's a Jurassic Park situation, but it's not. We're not. You're not sure if it is, but it's not. But it's not. (laughs) Because there are no eggs involved. Where is, did they impregnate a piece of corn? That's what I want to know. Well, and then how does the baby go from the abdominal wall to your ass? To your butt. Right. Also, like, are you shitting around this baby for nine months? (laughs) (laughs) Come on now. I've got a blockage. That baby had pink eye. Okay. (laughs) The baby was born with pink eye. It had pink had mouth. Like pink mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's like I don't know. Like I couldn't. Like I had just so many thoughts in this movie about like how is this actually working for science? No. It's not. I was like, I mean, was it delivered in a capsule? Like I didn't get to see the birth. Um, did, also, did, how are these motherfuckers <laughs> walking around getting pregnant and not? Are they having you know? Um, bloody diarrheas every month because my shit has to evacuate every fucking month. When you say shit, you mean 
Oh. Uterine lining. My uterine lining. <laughs> when we're talking about butt babies, we have to make be clear that when we're talking about your shit, we're not talking about your shit. Now, yes. My shit's not involved in the making of babies. Thank God. Your yeah, shit's just a, good as a carpet lining for a, when the baby slides out. No, there's a... <laughs> I'm not talking about a a quantitative study. There might be a qualitative study here. I'm not sure. But I'm just pissed off about. You are mad. You're so mad. We've almost jumped to the end of this movie. Let's take it. Let's reel it in. (sighs) Let's reel in the anger for just a moment. And let's start at the beginning. I knew we were in trouble because it starts with this news anchor. Where it's the fakest news anchor in the world. And they're talking about um, needing to take some time off. And he's like, well, there's not paternity leave as long as the women's are and the the female announcers like are, are men gonna start lactating like what kind of news is this like public then, access news channel right I think and then like Fox, a baby actually like and, a baby he is it, actually saying yes we right. do we are lactating and that is really cisnormative while we're at it as well yeah men can lactate mm-hmm. so shut your mouth right now yes. because men can lactate so I, I, we were already off to the races. I thought, okay, well, maybe this is just them being, you know, cisnormative, and we're going to learn a lesson. There's no lessons to be learned. So then the guys are getting ready because they're going on their anniversary. It's their three-year anniversary date. And uh, one of the men, Kit, who I refer to as Dr. Strange the whole time. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. 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 Okay, I can see that. So Dr. Strange gets a call from his sister, and she's like, hey, can you watch my child? I'm going on a date. And they're like, well, it's our anniversary. But then they end up blowing off their anniversary date to watch the I kids. I had strong so feelings about out. that. Right. So I'm, she can go out with her neighbor. Right. I'm not, I'm not yeah, blowing off my anniversary 70. for a neighbor date. Ooh, he's 70? Well, she said he was way older yeah. and had a swinging turkey neck. But it was an ooh out of surprise. Not because there's anything wrong with, what is it, gentrophilia? Sure. Uh, that would. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why are you laughing? That makes it a fetish. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Oldie lovers is what you just. I love swinging on his neck. <laughs> oh my god! I don't even know what to say right so now. It's my fetish. <laughs> it's more important than your anniversary. Yeah, genophilia. It's like watching granny porn. <laughs> Lemon party. Don't y'all go look that I up. Looked, I actually looked this up on Urban Dictionary, and just don't do that. <laughs> This is, this is helping an old lady across the street. There's always a hidden motive. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, we've resorted to oh. Google searches during our podcast. A, that's also a good question. Is it still gentrophilia if an old person has sex with another old person? Uh, yeah, it is. I mean, by the by the words, by the book. Sure. I plan on having really enjoyable old person sex when I'm old. Mm-hmm. Hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. Even a young person with an old person. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not here to shame. No. How, how old? But I, no. When I'm, when I'm 110, I'm going to be having some fulfilling <laughs> sex. On her walker. Well, for you, they'll always be a younger person. Oh, my God. <laughs> Brooke only dates younger people. Burn. <laughs> Really, Irene? Let's talk about yeah. no! younger people. <laughs> Let's see one who's the time. Widest, who's like the, got one, the widest gap, like Irene? One time. One who's time. got the widest gap? It's one funny time. that you say widest. <laughs> he is white. However. <laughs> widest. 
Dang, Arlene. You went there. We she apologize did. for one thing on the show, and then we violated every other thing. It's like we lined them up like, oh, if this gets us feedback, we're just going to offend and piss off everybody. It's the domino effect. It is. I was only trying to offend you, not everyone else. Oh, well, that makes it okay. <laughs> so, Irene, who dates the youngest person that we've ever dated? Oh, my God. One time. One time counts. No. Okay. They only get one chance to kill you. What? That's what you Everybody say. gets one chance to kill her. That's right. From Chucky. This is a throwback. <laughs> oh, it's I a forgot. throwback episode. I forgot. Oh, God. This just got really weird. Can we? <laughs> oh, my God. When you, it's, uh, it's funny, too, that you said you like to swing off their, their neck because she said his neck skin was mm-hmm. pendulous. Yep. Dark. That's exactly what heavy, I thought of. Pendulous. That's exactly what I thought of was her swinging on his neck. he's a criminologist. A criminologist. Hashtag Rocky Horror Picture Show reference. <sighs> And you know something I didn't know until the credits, but her little kid, Max, I actually uh, know the parent of that child. What? Yeah. What? I saw him. His name was Joseph Drake Jr. And I worked with Joseph Drake when I lived in Kentucky. And he now what? does small film production. He works with a small film production company well, uh, awesome. around the area. So that was his child. And I was like, what? What oh are the chances? Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Neat. Awesome. No, 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 no. It's a small world. This Nashville. After all. Mm. A back small, to, small world. Back to this really bad movie. One thing that really struck me about this was the poor production quality. I felt like the audio was about as shitty as the last two episodes that we recorded of <laughs> Streaming Unicorn. <laughs> Thank you. They, and there's no score. It's just like no, the background noise just was irking me so badly because of all the dead space. You didn't like the humming of the light bulb? <laughs> Right, that's real. In the acting, I really thought somebody was going to show up at the door with a pizza and be like, "Did somebody order a sausage pizza?" Oh, God. <laughs> and it was about to be a gay porn. Like, I was like, "Okay, yeah. I think these guys were ringing out as much as they could from the script, but there, it didn't seem like there was a whole lot to begin with." So let's have a moment of pensive thought, and then suddenly jump back several years to when he had his last boyfriend, right. and I oh, was so confused right. at that I point. Was too. Right. I was like, "Oh my God." It's a bunch of it's a couple of gay dudes in a relationship, sitting on a couch, eating Chinese together, talking about adoption. This is like my dream come true. And then all of a sudden, and then four years ago, right? But did where he they... was dating Agador Spartacus. <laughs> <laughs> but did they say four years ago? No. Like I yeah, was did. so confused. Yeah, did did it? Did no? Did. I said that they were into their relationship four years. Oh, I thought it right. said it on when the they screen. jumped back. It did not. Say it just it he, jumped back. Right? He handed him that book or whatever it was, right? and. I guess we're to infer that he went down memory lane, but they give you no warning. You're just there. They should have did the Wayne's World thing where they both looked at the camera and said, that would have been perfect. Yeah. More perfect. Because I'm sitting there going, okay, so did that last four-year relationship end and he's on his next one? Or are we going back? I'm not interested in adoption. Everything's done. I'm with a new dude. New dude. Right. Or I thought he's in the shower. It, she works hard for the money. Oh my God. <laughs> I was gonna say something, but I can't now. <laughs> Sorry for stealing singing. your moment. Yeah. No, that was a better moment. And I thought that was a teachable moment here because uh, Agador is like, well, maybe I should go home tonight. When they had their little fight, mm-hmm. and then our main character, what's his name? Uh, probably Corey or Shut Colin. <laughs> the main character is like. Yeah, maybe you should. And he's like, I wasn't serious. 
Don't ever say maybe I should go home unless you're serious. Right. right. You got to be prepared to back right. that shit up. This that is, makes me angry. This is adult relationships here. Right. Well, exactly. And what's worse is he's speaking in another language, talking about how fat he is. Oh, yeah, to his mother. He's telling yes. his mother in another language about how fat he's getting. And I'm like, what is this fat shaming nonsense? It's like, you are clearly a bitch. Mm-hmm. And he was. Mm-hmm. You know what I love the most, though? When Agador left, main character dude <clears throat> moves to the middle of the bed. <clears throat> That's that the first it, thing you do during a breakup. Because that's, that's you do. like, I need some comfort mm. of this whole ass bed around me. Mm. <laughs> I know. I'm about to disclose some sad. I still sleep on my side of the bed. There's no middle. Oh, mm, sad. That's awful, Irene. Sleep in the middle. Like, uh, you, you sprawl. Sprawl, You're worth girl. it, Irene. <laughs> sprawl. Sprawl. Just lay across it sideways. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Lay across it always. I'll try try that this evening. Diagonal sleeping. And then tell us on the next podcast how it was. Okay. Yeah. Greg. Greg is the main character. Greg, that's okay, it. Greg. I know it was driving me nuts because I'm like, that's So it's at a first name I, I thought in this movie when we flash back, we were looking at another couple. Oh. And I was like, Man, there's a lot of brown headed dudes in this. It was almost like Game of Thrones. <laughs> and all the characters look the same. All the characters have beards and brown hair. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, um, who's who's this couple? And I was like, that looks a lot like the other guy. <laughs> I was very confused for a little bit. Oh yeah, and then had he went to get friend consoled. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he got friend consoled, and that that but, was by far the worst actor in this whole movie was his psychiatrist friend. Oh my god. And then he ends up. I guess they introduced him just so you know that he can have a stroke later. That's and, true. And then yeah. you feel bad about it. So you can feel bad about him later. Mm. Oh, it's that guy who can't act. You know, yeah. we're talking about right. him. Ernie, I think his name was. Yeah, Ernie. I think you're right. Okay, 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 Bert. How are you going to remember Ernie? But <clears throat> Colin, boop, boop, boop. Connor, Cole. Cody. You'll never give that, Gre- Greg. that paint up, will you? Is his name Greg? Is this the, the new guy? The new guy's Greg. Okay. I'm sure of it. Okay. What's the other guy's name? Just so that we know. Stephen Strange. <laughs> Doctor Strange. Okay. With the slightly arched eyebrow. He's Ken. Because he's Ken. like a Ken doll. That's, oh my God, yes. I was calling him Ken doll in my so head then we, the whole movie. It, he was, I thought he looked a little like Mr. Fantastic myself. Which Mr. Fantastic? As in the Fantastic Four Mr. Fantastic? Yeah. Like from the Jessica Alba movies? Without the gray sideburn, but yeah, a little bit. No, he's Stephen Strange. Mm, I'm Stephen right. Strange in right. it too. Oh, dang. Okay. So that brings us back up to the present it jumps suddenly again to the present and they decide they want to have some sex and i actually love the fervent way that he was looking for lube oh my gosh i gotta find it i gotta get some lube. russell 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 <laughs> all the while mind you they're babysitting keep they're, that in well mind. the baby's asleep is he they or checked on him is he watching ew no why are you gross i'm not gross Alan, kids do things like that and then they're like oh i saw that what kind of you babies have you been babysitting i've, I've babysat several babies they just walk in they when you like having sex? walk in and, well, no. <laughs> Did you guys saying. notice, though, that his sister had a pet rooster? I feel like that was purposely put there <laughs> for the whole chicken or the egg reference of some kind. Yeah. Because I, was so I did confused. notice that throughout like, the entire movie. Why do they have a pet rooster? And my girlfriend, Anna, was like, why don't we have a pet rooster? <laughs> I was like, damn you, paternity leave. I can get you one. I don't want a pet rooster. I'm they bring- smell bad. I'm bringing you one. There, I know there's a ro- lo- probably a lot of rooster lovers out in the audience. I'm I'm bringing you one. I'm gonna go get you a tiny rooster. It was no. a cock. Yeah. <laughs> it was a cock reference. There it was, was a not cock enough gay reference. in this movie. 
are you over here trying to shame the gay? As you're finding gay in movies that are extra straight. No, and that then, movie was not straight. <laughs> and I, like I said, I don't find gay in movies that aren't. But this was a gay movie, and there was plenty of gay that didn't need an extra cock. I think it did. You never have too much cock. In it, well, if it was a gay porno, you could have that cock strutting around with his comb waggling underneath. Well, clearly, this wasn't a porn, and you could still have it. I guess you could. Hashtag, I'm getting Brooke a cock for Christmas. Oh, God. <laughs> pass. I could comment, but that's I'm not going pass. to. <laughs> <laughs> I've already got a whole drawer, and that's all I need. Oh, dear. Oh, a whole drawer. Well, yeah. Don't forget that truck back. Sometimes you feel like a oh. nut. Sometimes you don't. <laughs> Almond just got nuts. Mounds, Mounds don't. don't. <laughs> you know, everybody in the audience had to sing that, too. Yeah, they did. So this was also another teachable moment because at this point I still thought that the main character was trans and I thought maybe this is how this happens because maybe he's a man that has a vagina and this is Brooks after school special right now, everybody, where I give you some sex advice. A lot of people think that when you have anal sex, you can't get pregnant from that, but you may not know sperm swims for three days. All it takes is a little bit to come out into the vagina, sex. <laughs> that leads to pregnancy. Is that how that happens? Just yes. A, just a little bit. She's pointing. It, it's a whole thing. You're well, missing it. I feel like I did that vocally, like six that leads to pregnancy. <laughs> Can't you imagine that I'm just flailing my arms about when I say that? No, I'm just imagining so, a little sperm cell riding an E. coli up in there. Oh, and it could happen. It could. So, mm-hmm. if you're trying to not have babies. Condoms. Wrap it condoms. up. Condoms. Wrap it up. Barriers. Barriers are good. Also, there's all kinds of other birth control, but condoms are the, definitely the most reliable. And also with anal sex, there's a high incidence of uh, spreading STIs. So barriers are often really good. Mm-hmm. But they've, they've been in a relationship for four years and stuff. I right, mean, which is why they kind of talked about that when everyone was asking if they used protection or not. And right. they were like, uh, we've been together for four years. We're monogamous. We're good. For four I thought, and a half mm-hmm. years. He's definitely a trans man, and he just got impregnated. What, what, what? But no. I was even I even wrote a note in my notes about this is great, it's thirty minutes in, they didn't mention it. They, everybody's using proper pronouns. They're not using the the usual tropes of, oh, it's uh, so hard being trans, even though it is. And then you find out they even specifically say that he was born male. So they specifically yeah, say Yeah, they specifically he address says, it. Yeah. In case you right. had any questions. But baby. But baby. Ugh. But they go through the whole routine of I've got morning sickness, which was Gross. probably the grossest scene. That's the grossest scene I have ever seen. It was them. worse than the degloving in <sighs> Gerald's game. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I don't know. They were having sex. They were having sex, and he just like yaks in his mouth, Ooh. in his partner's mouth. He's like, Bork. And, and it's not just normal puke. No, either. it looks like red Jello or <laughs> or, well, or dog food or something. Didn't he say, "Can we get Chinese food on top of the pizza?" Oh, like he it, was eating yeah. all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was nasty. Oh, it was so nasty. And he was and, Ken was done, and I don't blame him. Well, I gotta say that that is a good relationship. Ken was done with the sex, uh, for real. I would be too. Mm-hmm. But he was just like, "Baby, you're not feeling well," and like he was there for him. And I was like, "That's really kind of sweet. Look at their little gay love." No, I think he was a dick because a I don't dick. think he was there. He calmed down. No, Here, here's the thing. He goes and he takes the shower, and he's like, "That was gross," and gross. he just walks off. Right. <laughs> 
Now, I hate to say it, I would probably do the same thing if somebody threw up in my mouth. Yeah. I'd kind of be done with you for a little bit. <laughs> Sorry, you nasty fuck, but no. no. Wash your mouth out now two we know, times. We know Alan's limit. Yeah, that's... I that's, think that should be everybody's limit. I agree. I mean, Throwing up in each other's mouth. Unless you're into that. Throwing up in my mouth. I'm, I'm grossed out for sure, but I'm like, are you okay? No. Can I help you? you not be real not sad. immediately. If it's maybe a child, if it's a whole adult, I'm going to, first I'm going to throw up back on them. Are you guys sure you're not sociopaths? I'm uh, gonna, no. No, first I'm going to get sick on them because they got sick on me because I'm a giver. <laughs> Like it's going to be like a chocolate fountain in reverse. Just <laughs> uh, why Yeah, that vomit might be floating on some of my own. Oh. It really makes sense because he's Stephen Strange. So he's oh just like, he's vomiting his mouth. And he's like, bullshalakamaka. <laughs> and it's the, all of a sudden, boof. Dude flies across the room and it's a better movie. I want to see yes. what that chakra looks like. And then Jason Voorhees shows up. Oh, you and Jason Voorhees. Nah, I know. Get a room. Get a room? Get a room. You and Jason Voorhees. I'm not into the machete. It's mm, not what I heard. Wow. It's <laughs> <laughs> my cat noise. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. That scene was gross. It was, it was nasty. It was gross. It was nasty. Which then, of course, led them to the doctor and all that crap. Because... And that's when you find out all the upsetting information that this has nothing about trans. But baby. It's a butt baby. I'm going to say that throughout <laughs> the whole thing. Well, I'm sure. sure. At one point, it, they did say something hilarious. As the baby was growing at him, he said, I could feel it sharpening its nails. It's and little, writing it's little fingernails. <laughs> yes. And writing emails. Yes. Because that, that first doctor that they go as a favor to, she's like, your baby has fingernails right now. I know. Because there was... A, that was clearly an, an anti-abortion sentiment. Yeah. So weird. I'm sorry. We need to do all the ultrasounds because I need to know where the is the baby growing. This isn't normal. This isn't average. I, What's going on? Because, one, I know, here's another teachable moment. I know a lot of people think that you, women pee out of their vaginas. There's a separate hole. So where the hell is the poop going around this baby? Well, poop doesn't even come from a vagina. Let's just be clear. There's a I'm third hole to, for I'm, the poop. I, I'm talking about butt baby. Like I know. the baby. I'm just, you said it was a teachable moment. I want to do the full lesson. Okay. There are three holes. Y'all. Urethra, vagina. An anus. Anus. Oh, no. So, there's a whole separate baby growing inside women, in case you don't know. Uh, so, where is the baby growing in this dude's butt? That, that's why I say you had to kind of let it go. I can't. Because there's you do. No, you do. You have to there's let it no go. egg. It's, it's the conceit for there's the There's no... You just kind of go, okay, this is stupid. Like she kind of no makes sense. the comment, oh, you've spontaneously grown a womb. Yeah, no. Where? In the 35 feet of intestines that no. that sperm had to swim No, up? they said it was in the abdominal wall. I know, but how did the sperm get there? You would have... No. If it's you're going up the butt, there is a lot of intestines. I mean, that's what Alan and I are both saying. It can't. None of this makes any physiological sense. You just have to let it go for the conceit of the movie. So why does this movie exist? It's kind of like I mean, watching. Be said about many movies. It's like watching those end of the world movies when they're driving their cars under a falling yeah. building, and you're like, um, "That's bullshit. That car would be you destroyed." You just have to let it go to enjoy you just the let film. it go, and you're like, "Oh, this is a fun ride." Except maybe not maybe so fun. Maybe we could call in Bruce Willis to save this movie. <laughs> I think The Rock is it died really... hard on its own. The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. 
<laughs> Watching this movie was kind of like walking across broken glass. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. Walking on broken glass. <sighs> That's a good song. <laughs> <laughs> I also was like... <laughs> I was annoyed that when they found out that it wasn't just him and other people were upset, Doctor Strange got real upset. That was actually my note. Doctor Strange got upset. (laughs) (laughs) He said he was like the Neil Armstrong of male-on-male conception. (laughs) Yeah, he wanted to be unique and special and part of something that had never happened. Right, but... I don't know. That's, and the other guy was like, so I, don't wanna be a, I don't want to be a specimen. Right, I don't want to exactly. be the center of all this either. attention. No. Right. And then one of the pundits on that show where they're talking about it is like, uh, asks if this challenges the female role. Like, childbirth is the only thing that gives fe- women a role. It's like, what is this nonsense? So much nonsense. So much nonsense. <laughs> I, was, I was offended several times. Yeah. And then he, he went back to the doctor, said he had a cat. And they were like, oh, gosh, no, the cat could suffocate or claw the baby. And I was <laughs> what? like, if he's having Drew Barrymore and that cat needs to fight off a gremlin to save it, then he's going to need to keep that cat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Little cat's eye. If a man can have a baby in this movie, a cis man can have a baby, then he could be having Drew Barrymore. Now, they, that's a real thing that they tell people, though, isn't it? Well, because it's still plasmosis. It's, right. You're not supposed to clean out the litter box because you could get the parasite. And right. No, and and they don't tell people the cat could suffocate the no, baby. That's that's no. an old wives' tale, that the cat okay. steals their breath. But this movie was, even though it was made in 2015, seemed like it was 1996. It really so. did. But, yeah, so, I mean, then he starts freaking out. He's all, uh, oh, I, I have all these emotions and you're not paying attention. Well, I have emotions too. Right, they have this big fight. They should have had a fight about how fake his belly looked. Because <laughs> it looked like they just stuffed a Wilford Brimley pillow in no, there. It looks like he took a trip to KFC or something for a few weeks. <laughs> Filled I up. Could, in some of the scenes, you could see the straps from the fake belly. Oh my God, I shirts. didn't even notice. Yeah, it was ridiculous. I don't doubt it, though. Uh, Right before their fight, though, they were about to have sex, and he was like, oh, the baby yeah. mood, feel it. And the guy was like, I'm totally turned off. It's like, but I can gross. see why. I mean, Stephen Strange is in, a, is in a relationship with a cis gay man. He never expected there to be a baby. Suddenly, there's a baby. I mean, I could see why he's freaking out. Also, I think babies are kind of like parasites. They just suck you dry. <laughs> we're going to offend everybody and, in this one episode. Like, I, This is my personal opinion. So, it's okay. Okay, go ahead. Tell us about your baby hate. I don't. I don't hate babies. I would. You prefer, hate babies and mothers. No, That's all I hear. I would prefer to have my baby already like in a manufactured. Science. Oh my god! Remember. I was just kidding. <laughs> and then you said manufactured. <laughs> what but the hell? I, my baby. Should, she really wants the stork to drop it off at her door. Yes, I would yeah. like the baby to like be birthed. Did you potty trained and then <laughs> show up and say, "Hey, ma, I would be so happy." What Alan said reminded me of a thing I read recently where Kim Kardashian was like, would I be terrible if, because she's, she's getting a baby from a surrogate. And she's like, would I be terrible if I had somebody dress up like a stork and drop it off at the front door? <laughs> yes, Kim, <laughs> yes. Like, no, do it. Somebody needs to take Twitter away from Kim Kardashian and Trump. <laughs> and Trump, yeah. <laughs> I would take a stork baby. No, you can have this back when you're not stupid. <laughs> Are you saying that to me or Kim Kardashian? I said it in your direction, but I meant it Kim Kardashian and oh. Donald Trump. Oh, okay. I hope no one is offended by my personal wants for babies being potty trained and it's dropped a, off it's at my door. It's your personal thing. I'm not going to shame you. All right. Well, I'm going to shame you, but it's a joke. Okay. I Excellent. don't actually shame. Like if 
We just laugh at your fantasy. Push came to shove, and you wanted some manufactured robot baby. Yes. I'd probably I, advise you against it because that's how Chucky happens. Yeah. <laughs> that's AI is another movie. There's lots of movies that say don't have a robot in your life. If I could get Caesar from Planet of the Apes as no. my baby. He's going to take over the whole planet. Not if he has enough love. So I have plenty of love for Caesar. So let's, before we get onto the Planet of the Apes nature versus nurture discussion, because that's a whole show right there. That I can't wait to have. <laughs> <laughs> and don't shoot it down like you did E.T. Caesar. Let's get to where Alan was talking about them fighting. So they have this big fight. This Because every movie has to have this big dramatic moment. And this was this one's dramatic moment. And it was a fight out of nowhere. And extremely hard. And they're fighting. And uh, Doctor Strange is like, I'm going to pack my bags. And all I could think the whole time was, why is every light in this house on? <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere so you has background sound. You need some background sound. You need some background hum. Like, <laughs> every time he was stomping into a room, the light was already on. Like, what the hell, Stephen Strange? Maybe he used his powers, the eye of Amagato, to <laughs> make all the lights. <laughs> yeah. Make all the lights come on. Wow. That's a great Wait, And image. when they went to bed at one time, the closet light was still on. All right. And I was like, Somebody who's get out getting out, who's getting out to, to turn that off? Right. Oh, where's the clapper? And inevitably, when that happens, somebody goes, turns it off, and you lay in bed and go, oh, I forgot to turn on the fan. <laughs> <laughs> That's real. <laughs> so they have a fight. Dr. Strange leaves, and in comes the dude, Doola. The doodla. <laughs> doodla. And this dude, he was by oh, far no, the but, most attractive person in this whole film. But first, there was the <laughs> extensive interview process with crazy people. Oh, yeah. Talk about that, Alan. Well, I mean, we had, what, three different women? I think they were all women. Mm-hmm. And one of them was like a hippie. Yes. There's some more woman shaming in this movie. <sighs> yeah, they made them look ridiculous. Make them look all absolutely right. ridiculous. Like, they've never done this before. And they're having them just pull out random things out of their bags. Like, what do you yeah, use? Yeah, this is a lipstick. We'll put it on the baby's lips. It's good for moisture. <laughs> no. Yeah, and it was ridiculous. Like, why was he having them go through their bags? I mean. I don't know. Well, that was their doula bag. So they're, that's the bag that they were going to bring. That, that woman is this what a, a gay purse? man thinks a doula does? It's just, let me see what's in your bag. <laughs> Alan, tell me. Speak for all gay men. Well, the only doula process I know is to help me go to the bathroom. So. <laughs> Shout out tell to us, the husband. Tell us about that, Ellen. What is you have a your own personal doula? I, I do. I, I you know, <laughs> it was a prerequisite for my husband <laughs> to be able to perform the acts of a doula. You had so if you're giving birth to a butt baby, mm. um, it will be loved. <laughs> <laughs> it will come into the room with laughter. Because I will be dying laughing. So, but just, I'm just saying. Just to be clear, Alan's husband comes in when he's taking a dump and helps him to do <laughs> the baby out or the dump out. <laughs> Only when yes. it stopped. Up. He sings, oh, right? He sings. He makes motions with his hands. <laughs> have you ever once asked for what was in his back? It's very. I soothing. never have. I've never there you go. never needed it. The thing. About the male doula that not only is he attractive, mm. but his whole neck is wider than his head. It's so weird. There's oh this gosh, one scene where he kind of looks up. I didn't even think about he's that. He's looking up at the camera like he's laying down looking up at him. And his neck is just like blah. 
It's almost like it's trying to swallow his head. It's like his head is a clitoris and his neck is the vulva. <laughs> I don't want to know that picture in my head. No. I don't think we watched the same movie. No. But that's just me. I'll screen cap it. Oh, I, for extra content? <laughs> yeah. That'll be bonus content. Right. Can you draw a post-it? I want to see the post. Why do I always have to draw the extra <laughs> comment? <laughs> I want you do No, I asked it's you Irene's first. Homework. No, I'm sorry. You're a better drawer than I am. A drawer. Drawer. Artist. I like to do drawings. So when Greg breaks down to the doodla, <laughs> which uh, again, I called him doodla throughout my notes. Doodla. <laughs> when he breaks down to him, I actually felt sorry for Greg. Greg was just like, this is happening to me. I'm trying to make the best of it. Uh, my my life is falling apart. I don't even know if I want a baby. What's so going on? Sad. I didn't feel bad for him. No, because no. it was probably right now, around now, Irene texted me, abort that butt baby. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, remember that, because we're going to talk about that on the show. I... I thought that was interesting. That's never a thing that they even considered. Right. I mean, we have options. There are options. And that should have been one of them. Yeah. It, it it was another teachable moment that they didn't take advantage of in this movie. So as things stand, we got uh, Stephen Strange is off on a mystic tour, but he's not with his husband or his boyfriend. Uh, Greg is with the doodla, who I thought they were going to have sex. I did too. It was a total set very close. I was like, oh my God, is this going to be like we had to see him with um, Agador Spartacus and then he's with Doctor Strange, so now he's going to be with He-Man's neck. <laughs> it was not that big. It was not, it was not that big. It wasn't no, that, that man's body I'm was thinner than it. his head. I'm a screen cap it. Anyway. I, w- I wouldn't I want to have to look at that movie up. again. So, and then it's like, is he going to have this baby? Is it going to be a butt baby? How's it going to happen? Is he going to get back with Stephen Strange? Is he going to be with He-Man's neck? I don't know. And I think that's a good place to leave it while we take a pause. For a break. Do you see how I built that up? Like, yeah, oh, that was yeah. really good. I think this people are going to stick around for the break this that time. That's impressive. Streaming Unicorn Podcast is sponsored by this best sponsor around, and that is you. This podcast is a labor of love for us, and if you like what you hear and want to give something back, all we ask is that you get involved. Send us your reviews, suggestions, and love to comments at streamingunicornpodcast.com. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube for bonus content. And you'll find links to all those things through the website at streamingunicornpodcast.com. Most importantly, join the ranks of the fans of the show. Becoming a listener is easy. Simply spread the word about this podcast. Share it with your friends and don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on Stitcher, TuneIn, and iTunes. This all helps us to bring others into the fold of movie-loving queers, so thank you. I feel better. Do you feel better? I had a a cleanse. (laughs) Cleanse. Speaking of cleanses, welcome back. Butt baby! (laughs) Speaking of cleanses, welcome back. Are we just going to assume that everybody went to the bathroom during that break? (laughs) They might have had to after listening to this shit. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) What's wrong with you? (laughs) Lots. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so when last we left our her- heroes, they were broken, <laughs> separated by distance and love. Stupidity. And stupidity and a butt baby. <laughs> a butt baby with little fingernails. So what do we come back to? More fat phobia, where he talks about not being able to see his dick. Oh, that's sad. Uh-huh. 
I don't think the make the, the people who made this movie even understand. There's a whole culture, a whole gay culture around bigger guys with hairy bodies that are bears. And this guy's mm-hmm. just completely fat phobic the whole movie. Like at every at every round he's complaining or his partners are complaining about his size. Right, but I think that also speaks to um those are the things women say as right. well. I felt like um, that's what they were you know, pushing towards. Right, but I mean Cuz even when they argue sometimes they'd be like well, you sound like every man in the world, and you sound like every woman, woman in, in the, the world. world. So they're I being very you were, stereotypical. I yeah, you you're were probably the wife. Right. I can see that. Mm. But, but still, but, I, you make a very good point, but I also think it's insulting to be like, this is what pregnant women sound like. Mm-hmm. Fuck all y'all. So then, when I, just when I think Doodla is going to make out with Greg, instead he sings him a song. <laughs> Oh, when he was singing his song, the only song in the movie. Um, I liked his song. Oh Did you? It was sweet. I was so fucking confused. <laughs> what? Was he falling in love to that song? I know. I was like, why are they going to fall in love? Are they going to be in a relationship? No, and why they is were it sharing? He can't sing and play guitar at the same time. It's kind of like patting your head and rubbing your belly. He was, He'd be like, song, song. Um, he was playing, song, song. He was playing a piano. <laughs> Were we watching the same movie? Yes. Just rub it in. Yes. He was being a friend to him. Yeah, he was being a friend. But it's friends do. It's a terrible song. It was a terrible song. Oh my it was like I was like, Brooke (laughs) I even texted Brooke during this part too. I know we're not supposed to um discuss this movie while we're watching. That's just a thing we're doing. But I couldn't help it because I hated it so much. I was like, Brooke, now I'm listening to this song from this nineteen ninety six (laughs) movie. And it was awful. But Alan, you loved the song. I thought it was sweet in its very simplistic form. Did you like the piano part or the guitar part? Shut up. I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) I could have also been enamored with him because he was adorable. He was adorable. I I was just like, how about everybody else just, there's a bomb, everyone dies, except Doodla. (laughs) Dang. Doodla. Slash and burn. Salt the earth. Oh my god. <laughs> Nothing will ever grow here. Nothing will ever grow in this movie again. So Doodla, of course, you know, has been in the picture for a bit. They're they're getting closer. You know, their friendship is growing. They seem to be sharing a lot and Greg's coming kind of out of his stupor, starting to do things for himself. I think he gets caught up in experiencing Doodla's passion for his music. So Well, he I think he had some passion for his penis. <laughs> Mm. Well, he didn't say that. They he were just having no, a good old time. That. In fact, during that song, he started fantasizing about Doctor Strange. He did. Right. It made him like think of the old days when things yeah. were good. I was kind of relieved, actually. And then... Doodles was way hotter, though. Well... He should have... That's true. He should have moved on. They should have had the butt baby together. But Ugh. no, they're having a nice evening on the couch, and who should walk in? Butt baby's Doctor dad. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Butt baby's dad. <laughs> Awkward Mr. moment. Mr. Butt Baby. <laughs> so, of course, they have that awkward moment of, there's a man on my couch with you. Of course. So he probably you know, felt like, oh, well, he's moving on. I'm just going to get out of here. At that moment, Dr. Strange and I both had the same feeling. Right. Like, dang, Greg is fast. Well, it was, it was ironic because just earlier in the movie, he had complained about his other partner having a strange guy you know, in the room. Right. And here he was, the same thing happening. But it was his house. He could do whatever he wanted. Well, that. Not if he wanted the Mr. Butt Baby to come and have this baby with him. But he explained it. I was glad that they didn't draw that out. He was like, no, here's an explanation. They're like, oh, okay, let's kiss. It's my doula. 
my medulla umgabgana. <laughs> <laughs> Say that again, Irene. <laughs> I can't. Medulla <laughs> umgabgabgabia. Medulla umgabgoblin. It was all wrong to begin with. Can't re-say it. <laughs> <laughs> That's my medulla knobgoblin. Medulla gabba gabba castle. That's my medulla yo gabba gabba. It was his brain. It was a brain. <laughs> please, please try breathe. to say that again. It was his medulla ablamgata. <laughs> Is that right? No. <laughs> it's oblongata. <coughs> Medulla oblongata. I think you're wrong. Medulla Professor Plumgata. Ellen <laughs> 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 is dying. I can't <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Medulla gotta breathe. I didn't go to medical school. No, you clearly didn't. <laughs> Uh, you want to try it again? Medulla oblongata. Medulla oblongata. <laughs> did I do it? Why are you laughing? I you did have it. a mysterious M in there that's not supposed to be in there. Medulla oblongata. <laughs> oblongata? No. Oblongata? Oblong. Oblongata? Instead of an M, it's an N. Oblongata. She's obliged to gata. <laughs> Medulla oblongata. Gotta. Medulla <laughs> Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> My paparazzi. <laughs> oh, oh, I hurt. <laughs> Alan's hurting. Okay, so I don't even know what we're... Oh, yeah. Dr. Strange comes in. <laughs> surprised to find a medulla oblongata on the couch. Medulla oblongata. Oh, she did surprised it. Surprised to find doula. But they make up. And they decide to... I'm just trying to move on. I can't. What the hell is that? Ellen? <laughs> trying to breathe over here. Oh. I'm trying to breathe and she's a, a swarm of warthogs. I guess we'll start I just wanted again. to say medulla. Okay? <laughs> so, <laughs> Alice, Alan can't even think after I'm, that. I'm broken. He's broken. So I'll, I'll take it, Alan. So they make up, and him and Doctor Strange decide they're going to have this baby together, and they decide they're going to have a butt baby in a water birth. That's a recipe for disaster. Right. Let me just get out my birthing pool. And it was just the most festive birthing pool. I don't want to have... And it had clear sides. Don't have a birthing pool with clear right. sides. Especially when it's a butt baby. Especially. I, I, I started freaking out at this point, because he got in that water... <laughs> And it, I don't know if you heard of it, but everyone, there were bubbles. Everyone was in that water. It was like, boop, boop, boop. And I was like, oh, come on. I know that at one point Ken's like behind him. I know. I'm like, what if he shits on you? Oh, He's going in water. Is definitely happening. That's, that water's going to be full of it. And you're going to be writhing around in it with this your baby. This jumping the shark. I wonder if he didn't shit for nine months. And I like, s- it's just backed up behind <laughs> that baby. That's what oh, the growth God. was. Yes. It was just It's poop. just a bunch of shit. And then he, he just really constipated. He, He's not pregnant. And then he burst the baby. He did say he was constipated. Yeah. And then he burst the baby, and out comes nine months of shit. 
Is that your what if for this episode? <laughs> it should be. I think that is. That qualifies. That's disgusting. Mm. That would explain a lot more. That would make sense to they me. They never, and I'm just assuming it's a butt baby because they talked about that one person that was sitting on the toilet and had it. Surely it's not coming out of his penis. No. no. Right. And when he's in the birthing position, the butt is the only thing that that thing is coming out of. And that's why they were talking about a lot of people have the C-section. But then it was like, only 50% of people are having C-sections. The rest of them are shitting these babies out. (laughs) (laughs) Ridiculous. And then Uh, the doodla, he didn't do anything. He He smiled. He just sat there and was like, I'm attractive. (laughs) Have a baby. He didn't even show us what was in his bag. Maybe he was singing and they just (laughs) blummed it out. Mm. He he might have been singing his little love song. They just whatted it out? Blummed it. <laughs> what is that? I don't know. It was a word I made up. I was going with it. They're just blumming shit out in this movie. <laughs> blumming shit out. And then they have the baby, and of course it's six months old. <laughs> right. Like every movie. Coming out of a rectum. He was destroyed. His ass, His ass is destroyed. destroyed. Vaginas are different than anuses. You can't pass a baby through an anus. I mean, I think you could. Anus. I mean, I've seen some butt plugs pretty big. If but you can fit. Well, you got to work up to that, gotta, though. You right. can't just stick a big butt plug so in there. So he, they should have been practicing that shit for Didn't the last they say he months. was crowning at one point? Yes. Oh, God, that means That means that baby, like, had an asshole around his neck. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, don't tense up. You'll choke him. <laughs> right. It's a very strong muscle. Don't sneeze. Your head will pop off. <laughs> Talk about some anal prolapse. Oh! His ass is ruined for a long time. Oh, remember that you when the head kind of pops there, out? But you did when you did, and I don't thank you. <laughs> I don't thank you. Well, that one woman doctor's like, oh, it's the head. Oh, gross. And I, and I exactly thought of what Irene just said about having a butthole around his neck. A tight little <laughs> butthole think, around his neck. I feel like get that's the shoulders. I'm going to get my girlfriend that for Christmas. <laughs> a butthole around her neck? <laughs> just a neck, butthole neck. Like a butthole necklace. Ah. Nothing says I love you like the gift of a butthole. I'm sorry, Brooke's girlfriend. <laughs> I'll go to Butthole City and get the best they have to offer. Go back to Butthole City where you belong. <laughs> Can I get the... Do you, where's your bleached section? <laughs> it I is like, kind of cold outside. Can I get one with fur? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh my god, I have all these nasty what ifs coming to mind and I already had another what if. Like what if his hairs around his butthole gently lowered the baby into the pool? <laughs> like it was some kind like of little cilia? Like little cilia, ah! yes. I'm, what comes to mind for me is uh it's that Studio Ghibli film. La 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 <laughs> When the alms lift that little girl up on all their little cilia. Yes. Oh my gosh. And then yes. like <laughs> It's maybe that was a, maybe, Nausicaa. Nausicaa in the Valley yes. of the Wind. Maybe it was another like evolutionary thing. Shut That's up. disgusting. They make like little tentacles. Your sentient butt no. hairs. Yes. Uh, there's no room in my life for that. No, my real my real what if though. My real what if for this movie was what if that really was happening and it was some kind of evolutionary process allowing homosexuals to give birth, like males to give birth. And Cis the males. and the world treated it as nonchalantly as they did in that movie because you know in real life i think they'd be having been... scientists out they'd be persecuting everybody I think yeah, they'd, they'd be, be riding in the streets it should have been handled more chalantly i think 
<laughs> Instead of nonchalantly, there should have been a lot more chalant. <laughs> Everybody should have lined up for some chalant, and I snorted. <laughs> a heavy dose of chalant was needed in this film. <laughs> yes. They were full of chalant. Yeah, I think people would be in the streets, like... I don't know. I, I've thought about that. Like, what if something happened where cis men could suddenly have babies? Um, but there'd be like a whole new set of laws. Well, you can only do this under certain circumstances. Or I feel like a lot of laws would be relaxed around pregnancy. I, I feel like right now there's a lot of um, patriarchy holding back laws about a pregnancy. Well, that was talked about in the movie. Like, there was a whole bunch of people on the Senate or some sort of something that were pregnant. Clearing paternity leave. And then they cleared the paternity leave. Mm. Because but they were trying to make it equal to the maternity leave that is already... Uh, you know, ridiculously short in America. Right. But I'm just saying it had to take a man to change the laws. Yeah. For, or it had to take something happening to a man to change the laws. Yeah. Talk. And I think that is how it would be. You're not lying. Rawr. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Alan? I agree. I, I, it often does today in society require something happening to a man. A cis before man. Some, a cis be clear, man. Because trans men that have a womb could have a baby and people are up in arms about that as being something wrong too so i think the key there is that it's cis men in in this world having the baby that would make a lot of waves true that it's funny i don't know how often that happens but i do remember a, one specific example of a trans man having a baby and it was like <coughs> sensationalized for a long period of time it was yeah but that's like the only one i've ever heard of oh i've heard i've read stories and, and seen uh, several but in mainstream or did you have to actively look for it um no well i i read a lot of trans news anyway because i'm transgender but that's what i'm saying i felt like that one was super sensationalized like everybody yeah, that knew was about mainstream. it everywhere right. so so i think alan is saying most people only know about one like yeah so, they're so most like, people don't even know that exists right, that it, right. yeah but I you're, think you're right most people don't know and but you're most saying people it try not to think about trans people i think Unfortunately, Sad. yeah. There's I there. I think there's a lot more people that are planning families this way because you can get your eggs frozen. Yeah, I know several trans men who uh, got their eggs frozen so that th when they do have uh, children, it could it could contain you know genetic material from them. I'd be curious to know what our listeners think. Yeah, definitely. Uh, if if you have information on this, if you know somebody who's done this, or if if uh, you can point us to any interesting articles about that, just comment on our Facebook or on our blog or. Uh, add us on Twitter. And if you know anybody who's had a butt baby, we'd like to know about that too. I definitely want to know about that. Because that was not in the main. If you do know somebody who's had a butt baby, we owe them a big apology. <laughs> right. Because we have said butt baby a lot. And we've talked pretty derisively about it. And didn't it, I, I don't know, in all the like maelstrom of clips there at the end of that movie, didn't it look like Ken was having a butt baby at one point? Yeah. Uh, I thought the same thing. I was like, why is Doctor Strange suddenly having a butt baby? Right. But I think it was just one of the many men who are having butt babies. And it's somebody who just looked like Doctor Strange, but I don't think it was him. Oh, but I had that wow. same question. I can't be sure. I thought it was him. Screen cap it. I'm already going to screen cap something. He-Man's <laughs> neck. I'm going to show it to you. <laughs> and you're going to draw a post-it note. I'm not. Because I didn't think that he had a big neck. I didn't either. You will when I show you the screen cap. You're a neckist. A neckist. <clears throat> I think you're a neckist because I'm the one trying to talk about this big glorious neck and you're like, you're fat shaming that neck. <laughs> oh. You are oh. fat shaming that neck. Damn. 
I have right, Now that we've officially offended everyone, <laughs> <clears throat> we're equal opportunity. Apparently. We're about that. <laughs> I didn't offend anybody. Your life is offensive. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling my mom. No, you're not. <laughs> so, just when this, you think this movie's over, uh, it's really funny because my girlfriend was like, what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> oh my gosh, you watched it with her? Yes. I need you to write in and tell us all about it. Brooke's girlfriend. Oh. I was like, I am telling you about it right now. I don't oh. want you to. Oh. Dang. So just when you think it's over and you've survived it, this, the credits are rolling and there's an extra bonus scene during the credits of... Because this movie wasn't bad enough about uh, about fat shaming, it was transphobic, it was anti-feminist, but then they had to bring out a bunch of racist crap as well. To have a big queen being as uh, stereotypical, ghetto, disca- yeah, stereotypical ghetto talk as, as she could do. She even mentioned one of her children was named Japanda. I don't even remember what the other one was named because. Japanda just struck me in the face. It struck me in the face, too. I wrote that down immediately because I was like, ugh. I think I texted Brooke. <laughs> uh. <laughs> you probably did. So they just wanted to get a little extra racism there in the end in case anybody missed it. Was this the whitest movie ever? It might have been. No, he had Agador Spartacus. Oh, okay. Well, he, yeah. <laughs> Alan, you can't, uh, yeah. Mm. Because that was... Literally the well. He was Latino, wasn't he? Yeah, Yeah, there were a couple. I think Latino people. So not the whitest movie ever, but it was. It was pretty white. It was the Nashvillest movie ever. It was the Nashvillest. I will go there. It was the Nashvillinist. (laughs) It was the Nashvillest movie ever. And that damn chicken. It was Nashville. It kept popping its head up every so often. That pet chicken. Yeah. Mm. I still feel like that was a symbol of like chicken or the egg having to do with this silly movie. That is a dumb symbol. So, overall, I think that this is what happens when cis white gay men are not experiencing the many cultures that are around them, (laughs) and they decide to write a movie. It ends up being really cis white gay male focused, and you don't include anything of of substance about trans people, about women, about uh, even, you know, the black community. And so... This is an example of the things I dislike about the LGBT community. Brooke picked this movie, too. I did, because I really thought it was like, okay, great. We'll have an LGBT show, a movie that we can do on the show, and it'll include trans people, which is great. We need some more visibility. It's a story of a trans man getting pregnant. Great. And I was extremely disappointed. And I I apologize. I apologize to the viewers who had to watch the show to get ready for this podcast. If you haven't watched it yet, skip it. I right. didn't think it was that horrible. I mean, it was crazy. It was it bad, was, but it's not worth... I mean... I was entertained, at least, to you know, watch you the whole thing. You don't thing. go to this expecting Age of Ultron, for sure. For what it is, like a small budget... I think it was $20,000 budget, which is almost nothing. Most of that went to the light bill. <laughs> <laughs> but you could hear... They really... That light had a real presence. It really did. The presence of a hum. $20,000. So this was an r- extremely low-budget film. And for what it is, you know, I think it was an okay job. It's just their messaging was so close-minded and so narrow that it took a lot of my enjoyment from it. Overall, I think I'd give it two out of five stars because I I was interested in it. And I was interested in how it unfolded. And I was interested in some of the questions that it, it led me to ask. But as far as being 
entertaining, as far as being good acting, anything, it really wasn't. As far as Pride Flags, I'm kind of up and down on this one. I think, you know, it gets a full five out of five Pride Flags for being this long-term, committed, loving, gay relationship. They had a fight. They came back together. Uh, There was gay community around supporting them. I really liked seeing that. I think that was really good. But it also loses some flags, uh, partly for transphobia, partly for uh, we don't have to have a gay movie go after women the way this one did to be good. Um, And so in the end, I'm thinking about three pride flags from me. Um, I would like to give it negative stars personally, but but I can't. So I'm Do going. What you want. So I'm going zero stars. That's our measurement. Um, You're I, so mad about it. She is so mad. Give it negative stars, Irene. Do it. Right. Negative sixteen stars. Whoa, sixteen. This. It was. Tell aw- us why. I mean, that's extreme. It's awful. It was awful. I was not entertained. As soon as I saw the lighting and the people walking around the apartment, I was like, "What am I watching? I'm. I, this is time I can't get back." Like, I'm wasting my life. Like, Brooke will, like, seriously end a show after 20 minutes if she is not into it. And I had to sit there, through it, endure. Like, my life was hard for a good hour, (laughs) at least. And I was mad about it the whole time. So, that's why I get negative 16 stars. As for pride flags, all right, it was gay. It was LGBT. <laughs> All right. It was gay. They said gay things. They, they, did, gay, they did gay things. They did some gay things. Gay men had sex on my screen. It was just gay men. I wouldn't I wouldn't bring the whole community. Neil gay men? What? Neil gay men? <laughs> Shut up. I'm trying to give my review. Sorry. So. <laughs> she's delighted with herself, y'all. So. <laughs> it being as Nashville as possible. Um, I'm going to give it three pride flags. I'm out, <laughs> Alan. <laughs> well, I, for enjoyment, I give it a, I kind of want to go straight down the middle with like two and a half stars. Are we okay to do halves? It's your life. Live it out however it makes you happy. I'm choosing to do two and a half. You just didn't feel confident in giving it the same rating as me. So you're just like, fuck, Brooke. Well, I liked it a little bit more, but I'm also a gay man. So I could relate to some of the gay man stuff in it a little more, I guess. You don't want to be my friend anymore, do you? No, I think it's I think it's important. That there's, well, it gets I mean, negatives for how it treats women and how... I, I got to say that I've known... <laughs> I've got a gay friend. Okay, let me start by saying that I'm not anti-gay. I've got a gay friend. He's sitting right here. Mm. Anyway, I've known some gay people though. That that's one of the difficulties of the gay relationship is that you can't have a biological baby with both of your biology involved, right? Right. So for many men, and I read some reviews by people who said this was their dream come true. Like you know, I'd love to be able to have a baby. And, and in my relationship, both of us contribute genetic material to that. And I'm paraphrasing here. And she, Irene's looking at me like, that ain't on the air. I'm going to look afterwards. Not, it's not exactly no, on there, but that's what he's no, saying. That, no. Judgy. I, no. You, you are playing the role of me tonight. So anyway, they said this is, would be important to me. This is like a dream come true. So there's I can see how there's a lot of viewers who saw it through that lens. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's true. I mean, when you're faced with that as an option or lack of an option to see something where, Oh, that's how it could be. And it could be normal. It could be what everyone experiences, not just female, not just male. Everybody experiences 
the same kind of set of things. Mm-hmm. It's one more thing that kind of normalizes, I guess, instead of yeah. setting us apart from everybody. And I can definitely relate to that. As a trans woman, I don't have a womb, so I couldn't I couldn't carry a baby either. And that's something that I would love to do. This is something I know a lot of trans women would love to do. So seeing a movie where that is possible, uh, I could see why that would be a big deal. Uh, so I can definitely relate to that aspect. And then as far as, you know, Pride Flags, it's it's gay movie. It has a lot of hetero tones to it, I think. Yeah, because I think they tried to put in some hetero tones. Yeah. Right, so I, I probably went with a three. Alan has spoken. It gets a three. So that's what we think. Tell us what you think. If you watched the movie, bad move, then <laughs> let us know what you would rate it. Let us know what you liked and disliked about it. Where did you relate? You can send that to us at comment at streamingunicornpodcast.com. We'd love to hear from you. Give us your stars and your pride flags for that. Yeah. Join me on the negative side. (laughs) They have cookies. (laughs) That's what I've heard. That's it for this week's episode. Please review and rate this podcast. And if you like what you're hearing, subscribe. Join us on our next episode when we'll be reviewing Raw. Watch it with us this week on Netflix, then send your review to us at comments at streamingunicornpodcast.com. We may just read it on the air. If you want to see us review a particular movie, you can send your suggestions to that address as well. Streaming Unicorn Podcast is produced in cooperation with Stealth Pickles Productions and is copyright 2017, all rights reserved. Partial logo design provided by Wink Images on freepick.com and theme music creation created by Brooke. Check out our website, streamingunicornpodcast.com, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram and Twitter for bonus content. Until next time, this is Brooke, Irene, and Allen saying... You're traveling to another dimension, a dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. The signpost up ahead. Your next stop is... But Baby! Welcome to Streaming Unicorn Podcast, where what's to happen and things you do's. <laughs> Welcome to Streaming Unicorn. 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 Welcome to Streaming Unicorn Podcast, where queer folk queer. 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 Come again on my birthday. Oh my God. You're so queer. You're so queer. (laughs) Why are you such a queer? She's so Peter Quill. (laughs) Come again on my birthday. Come again on my queer day. On my queer day. I'm a queer leader. Oh. (laughs) Oh my God. Also boobs keep moving the mic and i'm trying to adjust it without making a lot of noise just take the bass off and shove it down between them you know i would if i could shut up